this year. I was going to read a story to my son, Silas. Now, Silas is five years old. We were sitting on the couch in my living room, and I opened up a book and was about to start to read to him. But he protested, saying, Dad, Daddy, there aren't many pictures in this book. I assured him it was a good story, despite the lack of pictures, and began to read. But I do see his point. Pictures are nice to have in a book. Thankfully, in our church, we have lots of pictures to go along with our stories. Tonight, in particular, I would like to talk about the most, about the picture of the most important story in the history of the world. In other words, I want to talk about the icon of the resurrection of Christ. Do you sit here on the pulpit? And also on the wall over there, if we can turn on the light, the one there, the big one. There's also one in the narthex of the resurrection of Christ. In particular, it depicts Christ descending into Hades. This icon, this Bible in pictures, gives us something to look at and contemplate. When we read about New Testament, when we read New Testament passages about Christ's descent into Hades, like in Romans 10, Ephesians 4, 1 Peter 3, Acts 2, and Colossians 2. I ask you to take a closer look tonight or in the coming weeks when you can at the icon of the resurrection. The icon of the resurrection tells the most important story in pictures. In the icon of the resurrection, we have a number of details I'd like to explain. First, to the left of Christ, we find someone with a halo. This is John the Baptist. Just like when he proclaimed the coming of the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior, to the Jews, as described in the Gospels, so also in Hades, John the Baptist proclaims the coming of Christ to those held captive in Hades, awaiting salvation. In this icon at the base of the pulpit, John the Baptist speaks to two people who wear crowns. They are King David and King Solomon of the Old Testament. He tells them about Christ, whom David spoke about and prophesied about beforehand, 900 years before, in the book of Psalms. Then, on the other side of the icon, are other righteous people of the Old Testament. Usually Abraham, Sarah, and Abel are depicted. In the middle of the icon, of course, of course is Christ, with his bright divine light shining around him. Below him is the pit of Hades. 
In it are two rectangular things, but what can these things be? In some icons, like the one in the narthex and the one on the wall over there, Jesus is even standing on them triumphantly. But what are they? They are the bronze gates of Hades, forcefully ripped off of their hinges and lying broken in the abyss. Christ came with power, destroying Hades and its might, ripping off the gates of Hades from its hinges. That is the power of our resurrected Christ. The icon also shows us the devastation of Hades with the locks, bars, and keys scattered, broken, strewn about in the abyss. And what else is happening? Christ is pulling up a person. Who is it? It is Adam. Some icons have him pulling both Adam and Eve out, like this one over here. Both Adam and Eve are pulled out. But Christ doesn't just pull him gently, like by the hand. No. Christ grabs him by the wrists. If you were to pull someone up out of a pit, you would grab his wrist and get a powerful grip, strong grip, as in the icon. Here, Christ forcefully pulls Adam out of the abyss. And Adam represents humanity. This icon tells us how God saves humanity through his death, pulling us out of the abyss. He powerfully pulls us out of the abyss and brings us into the joy of the resurrection. Yes, a picture is worth a thousand words, but what Christ has done for us is worth countless words of praise going on forever and ever and to the ages of ages when we, God willing, are pulled by his mighty hand into the heavenly kingdom. Amen.